Let's Get Radical Live is brought to you by AICPA Engage. AICPA Engage is the premier event for accounting and finance professionals in the U.S., bringing together experts across the practice and topic areas of tax, finance, and estate planning, advanced accounting and auditing, practice management, technology firm management, and marketing. Find out more at AICPAengage.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here's your host, Jody Padar. Hey, it's Jody Paydar here, the Radical CPA, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical Live at the AICPA Engage event. How lucky are you? We are so excited to be back here for our third year now, um, and we are excited to have Intuit and Botkeeper sponsor us. There is so much going on at the AICPA Engage show this year. Um, just a few fun facts. There are 360 sessions, so you can get all the CPE you want. Some of them started at 6.30 this morning, and actually one of my team members was there. So she's that, that diehard CPE person. Um, there are 92,000 square feet of the exhibit hall, and also a really awesome lazy river that's staying here at the MGM Grand, so you can float down the lazy river if you'd like. We have about 3,900 attendees, plus all the exhibitors, and um, the buzz is just happening here. Um, we have eight different tracks and all types of professionals here. So there are CPAs here, there are CMOs here, uh, there are COOs here. And actually, I have an interview with Bernie Leitz later today. Um, and he is going to be talking about what a COO does in a CPA firm. So maybe you even don't know what that is. Um, and there's all kinds of... Uh, uh, keynotes and stuff. Simon Sinek is going to be here tomorrow. So I am so excited about um, today, about all the interviews we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing live content all day long. And I'm so excited just to be here at the event for our third year. So, um, so that's it for our welcome. We're really excited that you're going to be here to join us all day long. And I'm going to get to our first guest. And our first guest is Enrico Palmarino. And he is the CEO of Botkeeper, and I'm going to have him introduce himself. And then we're really going to talk today about what it is, the future of technology and AI and ML, because nobody really knows what it means. And we want to give CPAs a good insight onto it. And this is really just our kickoff. And then all day long, we're going to be talking about technologies like that. So Enrico, go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you, Jody, for having me on. Um, my name is Enrico Palmarino. I'm the CEO and founder of Botkeeper. Um, we are an automated bookkeeping company that leverages machine learning, uh, AI, and human assistance to deliver faster, more accurate, you know, more cost-effective uh, bookkeeping for small, mid-sized businesses and predominantly accounting firms. So I'm going to take it really basic here because we're CPAs. We're not always the smartest ones. What exactly gotcha. is... AI when I say AI, because I mean, maybe some people don't even know it's artificial intelligence. And what does it mean from a computer perspective? Because I think it's been around a while, but now it's just trendy. Yeah. So AI has been in existence for decades. I mean, it's been, I would even argue, um, you know, probably 50, 60 years. Uh, 
and it's uh in its earliest forms you know it was you know if you remember little clippy on uh your computer oh yeah uh it would pop up based on certain things that you would do and make recommendations or suggestions that was um early stage you know machine learning and and, and recommendation engine uh for you based on uh, the actions that you were taking so it's definitely been around for a while um AI stands for, as you mentioned, artificial intelligence, though true artificial intelligence, I don't think, uh, actually lives in business practice. I think it predominantly, the true, true autonomous artificial intelligence really only lives in universities uh, these days. And the, the reason being is you, you don't want to allow a machine to fully control destiny. Um, okay when there's uh, a potential risk or downside, right? So same reason why uh, Tesla's car today can drive, but it has a passenger or has a driver behind that wheel so that it can correct it or fix it in like, you know, dire situations. And they actually don't recommend like looking away from the, we- the road or, you know, doing anything while the, the autonomous um, driving component has been engaged. So, and I'll give you like an example of this, like, you know, let's talk like in accounting, right? If, um, uh, letting a machine play chess is fine because if it loses or makes a mistake, like what's the end of the world? Um, it, letting a machine decide how to deal with your finances and when to move money and pay bills uh, or invoice clients, if it makes a mistake in that regard, that could have like a pretty big business implication on your company. So most of the AI that exists in, in business practice is actually, it's called human-assisted AI, okay. where you're allowing the machine to basically make recommendations, take subtle or slight actions, but there's a human basically monitoring or watching it and either correcting it or looking at, so call it like low probability situations and, and fully assisting in, in that regard. So, um, yeah, it's a, it, it, the, the space is definitely you know, heating up. There's AI entering many aspects. Um, most of it's statistics, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, so, so tell us a little bit about your background and, like, how do you even make the computer do AI? So, so AI starts, um, if you go, like, back to, like, the, the root of AI, and, and we, and like, at Botkeeper, we, we refer to AI as being augmented intelligence just because it's okay. the, the human-assisted component. Um, but the root of AI lives in data. So, one, you need a large data set. And then two, you basically run a regression model against it to what you're doing is you're, you're scatter plotting a graph to find a correlation of events or of data points. And then depending on what that correlation is, you've, you've created, you know, a level of like call it decision trees or like if then, uh, uh, statements that when it sees a correlation that looks like X do Y. Um, and so most of, uh, most of the computer or, or per, you know, per se doing something, it's not really a computer, it's a software that runs on the computer doing, um, doing the work. Is, uh, it's a combination of algorithms, um, of uh, statistical functions, calling on a database set, um, performing a calculation, and then depending on what that output of calculation is, it tells another string of code, usually like a Python script, to take an action or execute something. Right. So one of the things that I learned in my data analytics class was that you can actually compare data to other bigger data sets. And I think CPAs don't realize that there's more data out there than just the data in your accounting file, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people ask, well, you know, how did you guys get like the machine learning models running so well with, you know, seemingly a small amount of data? Like we, we have 
you know, north of a, a, a thousand um, clients. The reality is like what people forget, the accounting space is most AI companies, you, the data set starts at the point of that client signing up. So there's no history and everything moving forward has to be learned. And, okay. and you have to build or accumulate a data set from that point forward. Accounting, one, you can, there's a lot of data that just exists out there that can be purchased, like big data sets on like credit card transactions and, and other things. But two, every company, usually that like when you get to needing a bookkeeper, you've probably already been in business and probably had a credit card or probably had a bank account. Um, and so there's a history there. And sometimes that history is huge. So if a company, say, signs up with us that's been around for 10 years and is a decent-sized company, there's a lot of transactions there in that history that we can kind of slurp up and, and run. Um, sometimes the, the company is small in early stage and only doing a few transactions a month. And in that case, the machine's not going to be all that great. It's going to need you know, more human assistance in that regard. Uh, but it gets better every, you know, every additional transaction. It starts to get smarter and then kind of like hits this like tipping point where then the machine is, is you know, performing uh, tasks or categorizations, et cetera, better than a human would under normal okay. situations. So this sounds kind of overwhelming to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the reason I say that is, is I'm an accountant. So what do I need to know about machine learning and AI and how it's going to affect my job moving forward? Yeah, so really the understanding all the nuances of the tech um, is not going to help you. The, the real benefit or the help is going to be understanding the application of the technology. So like, what can you use AI for in your firm? Um, we use uh, AI or machine learning um, to automate categorizations, classifications, and the kickoff of different workflows. Um, and what that lets us do, like I'll give you an example. We you know, just ran like a, in, in a, a recent client, they had like 25,000 transactions um, that needed basically cleaning up or categorization, classification, reconciliation. And the machine in seconds, like a couple split seconds, categorized all 25,000 uh, transactions. It got them. We went back and like checked how accurately it did it. It got 83% of them correct. Wow. Which is a pretty high probability. It's not great as in itself. Humans range 85 to 95% accurate on doing basic uh, categorization and classification. What was better, though, was the machine knows roughly what transactions it thinks it got right versus the ones it didn't think it got right. So if we looked at the ones the machine thought it got right, it got 98% of those correct. Wow. Which it was, is, is just nuts. And, and then this is where the human assistance comes in because, yeah, 83% is good and it's great that it could do it really fast, but that's not going to cut it in the accounting world. So our team of like human data validation and accountants went through, they took over and did the categorization or corrected the machine on the, the ones that the machine wasn't so confident on. And the net sum was 99 point something percent accuracy on all of them with, that, with the human plus the machine. So accountants should be getting pretty comfortable with the whole idea that AI and ML is going to be working correctly then, correct? Yeah. No, it, it, it's definitely working correctly. Um, it, it's necessary. I mean, so the, from an accounting perspective, I think the, the, biggest, the biggest challenge that accountants are going to have um, over the next several years is uh, staffing. It's, mm -hmm. it's hiring, retaining talent. Um, 
And there's like some really good stats out there around this. You know, fewer accountants entered the industry this past year than ever before. Uh, there are more businesses today than ever before. Each one of those businesses has more data that it needs to be processed than ever before. Like the, I think if you the went back to say it was like 2008, 2010, they say by 2020, there'll be 40 times the amount of data produced per hour mm-hmm. than there was back then. And um, that's not making the accountant's job any easier. Um, not to mention there aren't enough accountants out there anyway to begin with. So um, I think the machine or I think AI is really just allowing accounting firms to meet the supply demand gap that right. exists. Um, and, you know, the reality is the whole market's changing. So you, you kind of got to jump into it or be, be left behind. Yeah. And I guess, um, you know, you hang out a lot in the Silicon Valley, right? So I know you're from Boston, but you travel there a lot. Isn't... Uh, I'm, I'm Boston strong. <laughs> but isn't, um, like, every industry being affected by AI now? Like, it's kind of trendy, right? And <laughs> yeah, so AI is definitely trendy. It's certainly a, a hot buzzword, um, like a, a hot topic everyone wants to talk about. Uh, it, it's funny. There's like definitely a cachet to it. You know, if you're using AI, you're, you're thought of as being, you know, progressive, a thought leader, radical. Right. Um, and the, uh, the, the interesting thing is going to be how AI shakes out in other industries. So it's, it's permeating into a lot of industries, but not all, right? Like you need to have... One, you need a lot of data. In an ideal world, it's structured data. So putting structure on unstructured data is difficult. Um, so it's going to enter industries where there's a lot of digital data. Uh, accounting is ripe for that. Um, accounting also with the... It's very repetitive. Very repetitive. It's rules-based. Um, and the fact that accounting is suffering from a supply-demand gap on accountants to do the work is causing labor costs to rise which, you know, eventually they get to a point where, like, you build machines to help lower the, the cost. And um, so, yeah, it's definitely going to touch a lot of industries. I think the cool thing with the accounting industry, though, is most industries are fearful of AI putting people out of jobs. I think the accounting industry is very safe in, in the sense that it, it's going to be a decade, at least, before we even consider AI really putting people out of jobs for accounting and more so just filling the supply demand gap. You, most of the accountants, the majority of them are from the baby boomer generation and they're starting to retire. Right. So what, how do you backfill that? And, and don't you think AI is just going to help us do our jobs actually better? Because when you think about like as an accountant, even me, when we look at certain data, we don't have all the information we need to make good decisions. And part of it's just because it takes us so long to get the data right. So um, do you see AI and ML really helping accountants just do their jobs better? I, I think, you know, we, we've got like a, a slogan that says, my bot lets me be more human. Um, I think that's like a really good, that's like the statement that should be said and out there because um, the, the accountant, to your point, spends 90 plus percent of their time just trying to get the data in, right. maybe 10% of it reviewing it. And the most valuable thing that an accountant can do with like all that wisdom and expertise is advise and consult their client. And if you don't have time to do that, then you're kind of like constant. Also, no one likes basic data entry, right? Like you'd rather be talking to and advising your, your clients. So the machine, you know, AI, machine learning will help do the repetitive basic stuff that you don't want to be doing, but that does consume a majority of your time so that you can spend your time actually working with the client, helping make their business stronger and better. And 
being the human thing that we all love, which is like relationships, um, advice, wisdom, consulting, uh, that sort of thing. So yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's a tool that, right. that almost every accountant should be using uh, to be super. <laughs> and then do you think like, you know, as we talk about what's going to happen later today, um, that all the software companies now are starting to use AI and ML in their products or how's that like evolving um, for, I'll even say like legacy products versus startups entering the space? Um, like the new software people are really trying to utilize this new technology or this evolved technology, right? Yeah. So I think um, there's kind of, there's call there's two groups of, of people or two groups of companies. There's companies that start to use machine learning and AI as a need to solve a problem. Like, like we, we started using it just because, you know, bringing on the number of clients and the amount of data and just knowing that like, it can't like, uh, you know, it takes 10 years for a typical accounting firm to acquire 500 clients. Yeah. You know, we, we brought on a thousand clients last year. Wow. So how do you keep up with you? The only way to keep up with that or the only way to like process that is with AI. So it's like, we're building it very purposefully to solve a problem. I think there's a faction of people who are building AI and like building AI to like look at uh, moles or birthmarks and determine whether it's potentially cancer and you should go to the doctor and that's like an app on your phone. That's really purposeful. Then I think there's a whole grouping of companies out there that just like throw the AI word out there or like uh-huh. tag it on to their company because it's a hot buzzword. And you saw this happen with blockchain. Like I want to say, I think it was Lipton Ice Tea or something <laughs> like that came out with their version, their blockchain thing and their stock price went up, but I don't know what value it provided. Wow. And so um, I know like Google or Gradient is one of your investors. And can you tell us why they chose your model to invest in? Um, yeah, so it, I mean, it was really cool. Uh, Gradient um, had looked at you know all the the other players in, in the space, um, you know, the pilots and scale factors of the world, and um, the other you know call it AI accounting firms, and uh, and they chose uh, our model. I think for a couple of reasons. One, the way that we architected our machine learning uh, models and how they kind of like work off of each other and and improve over time collectively across our clients, not just like on a per client basis. Um, was one of the the things that excited them. And I think, two was, you know, we've taken this stance that, you know, was very different from the companies that look like us. The companies that look like us are here to put accountants and accounting firms out of business. And we took the stance that said, we just want to be like the plumbing. Like, we want to even the playing field. We want to allow every accounting firm to plug AI into their practice right away, benefit from it, and stay super relevant and you know, gain from that, that efficiency. We didn't want to be the, the largest, you know, call it accounting firm that's putting all the other accountants out of business um, or replacing them. So I think Gradient philosophically liked that concept. I think they liked like our distribution model from a business standpoint. Um, And then our software and like what we had built was, you know, we, we, we kind of looked at it, I think more wholesomely. I had uh, owned, I was one of the owners of an accounting firm prior. So I knew and I had had a business before that, so I got to see things from both sides of the uh-huh. table. Um, and so, you know, we, we built a platform that consolidates a lot of the app stack and takes that headache off of, you know, the accountant and the business owner. And then we layered in machine learning and AI to automate a lot of, like, the mundane bookkeeping. So I think, you know, put the two of those together, plus the fact that we're here trying to, like, help accountants was one of the reasons that they went in. And it's super cool now because we can, Google's actually working 
some of their their engineers and are working on building Botkeeper software. So like wow, <laughs> yeah. So like there there will be features and functionality and components of Botkeeper that were co-built by Botkeeper and Google, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, when you think about um, building AI or machine learning or whatever, is this what you wanted to do when you like grew up to say like I wanted to be you know uh, an accounting software person or like how did you get here? Um, I mean, I, there's my mom has somewhere uh, this like little painting or drawing I did that was you know there's like a guy with like a briefcase and like a black suit or something like that and it was like I put CEO and that was like what I, like you know you're supposed to draw like a, a fireman or, or astronaut and like I drew a, a CEO and that's what I wanted to be. Um, but like, if I think back to what I, what I wanted to be a CEO of or do was, um, in high school, I like, always loved math. I loved solving problems. And I remember saying to my professor, like, if, if there was a job to just be like a professional problem solver, that's what I would do. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, this, uh, bot keeper and like, um, accounting for me was just one of my biggest problems. I mean, uh, I had started a business in college that grew quickly. The accounting couldn't keep up. Like we hired people, we lost people. Like the data wasn't clean. It caused a bunch of like headaches. Um, I think like the typical thing that most accountants uh, or accounting firms deal with or, or businesses. And so from that, um, you know, I ended up getting into the accounting space to solve my own problem. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And so what have you thought of the conference so far? Have you like seen anything, done anything? I gotten a little um, taste of it because I know you were just here yesterday, but. Um, I, I mean, I think the accounting, I mean, I think Engage um, conference so far has been, has been great. I mean, it's, it's awesome one hanging out with you. Uh, <laughs> well, thank and, you. And cool to see like the following of people that, you know, like gravitate towards you. And so that's been awesome. I met some great people <laughs> as a result of that. Um, but uh, no, I think I, I like the way it's set up. Um, I say like the the funny thing, like you said earlier, is ninety two thousand square feet. It is a lot of walking like, <laughs> from one area to the other. This is a big conference. So, um, but there's a lot of great companies here. It definitely runs the gamut. Uh, a lot of accounting firms um, here, and like actually interesting dynamic with size of accounting firms. So I'm right. seeing like smaller accounting firms, and then obviously you know big fifty players. So. Uh, no, it's been great. I've had some awesome conversations, and I think we'll probably end up working with uh, a number of these accounting firms as a result. Awesome. Well, thank you for sponsoring Let's Get Radical uh, today. So much. And my, my favorite last question is always, um, so what did you do in Vegas last night? I went to the Zumanity Cirque du Soleil show um, with a, a good friend of mine. Uh, and his wife uh, so, celebrating their birthday. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, it was awesome. It was cool. I've never been to one before, so it was a good time. Awesome. Well, thank you for being a guest, and I think we're going to have you back later today. Um, I think we have Jim Burke, who's up next, and I think I'm going to have you join uh, that conversation as well. Perfect. And with that, we'll go to break. Intuit's mission is to power prosperity around the world. 
Our global products and platforms are designed to empower consumers, self-employed, small businesses, and tax and accounting professionals to improve their financial lives, finding them more money with the least amount of work, while giving them complete confidence in their actions and decisions. Intuit is proud to be a part of the AICPA Engage 2019 event. You can see us live at the event at Booth 329. That's Booth 329. Visit us on the web today at Intuit.com. Accounting professionals all have one thing in common. We cut our teeth doing the manual bits of bookkeeping, so we all know how much it sucks. But not anymore. BotKeeper brings bookkeeping into the future with its combination of skilled accountants, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. When you start BotKeeping, you say goodbye to costly and error-prone manual accounting. Your bot extracts data from receipts, processes payroll, pays bills, sends invoices, reconciles accounts, and so much more. On top of all that, you're backed by a team of senior accountants who handle critical thinking, complex accounting, and help you draw out meaningful insights from your business data. BotKeeper works hand-in-hand with your existing team, or it can cut costs and serve as your entire accounting department. You get to decide. Learn more about bookkeeping with BotKeeper at BotKeeper.com. Better than humans, better than machines. Automated bookkeeping with a human touch. BotKeeper.com.